Welcome to AMC Behind the Mic, a podcast series that highlights stories from the amazing people who devote their time to support the AMC. The AMC, short for the Administrative Management Council, is a representative body for over 3,800 full-time administrators at New York University. The AMC fosters university-wide relationships that inspire thoughtful engagement, innovative progress, and professional excellence. The work of the AMC is driven by volunteers who are elected to serve in leadership positions. This episode is part of a series spotlighting individuals who serve in more visible leadership capacities for the AMC, officers, senators, and representatives. You'll get to learn more about how these people decided to step up and speak out to go from an audience member at an AMC meeting to a leader advancing the mission of the AMC. I'm Mike McCaw, an NYU employee for the past 15 years. I've worked in numerous roles across campus, and I'm currently part of the provost's office. I've been a part of the AMC for the last 12 years and have served as a representative, a committee chair, a senator, the AMC vice chair, and a multi-time AMC chairperson. I'm Seamus Mullen, an NYU employee for the past eight years. I've worked in numerous roles across campus, and I'm currently part of University Human Resources. I've been a part of the AMC for the last three years as the Administrative Coordinator. I'm Will Willoughby, an NYU employee for the past 12 years. I've worked in numerous departments and I'm currently part of NYUIC. I've been part of the AMC for the last three and a half years as a representative and currently as the committee chair for AMC's nominations and elections committee. We are excited to feature Cassandra Lewis from NYUIC. Cassandra has proudly served the AMC as a representative for NYUIC, a committee member on AMC Professional Development and AMC Emerging Professionals, and as an AMC alternate senator. You'll get to hear how it took Cassandra only a few weeks after joining NYU to become involved with the AMC and how it helped her get a better understanding of the university. So, you know, knowing that you're fairly new to NYU, what was your kind of entry point with the AMC? How did you first kind of hear about it, learn about it? So it actually popped up in my radar early on, you know, so I have always been an HR focused person, Um, not because I was an HR professional and I recognize the two really different things, Um, but I've always been someone's manager. I've always been the manager of humans, right? So like part of my ear is always about, what are the information moments that we're delivering to our employees when they first come on board? And obviously you're talking to them about the work that they're gonna do, right? Here's the list of things you're gonna do, here are the people you're gonna do it with. Um, And that's pretty kind of cut and dry. The rest of it is this really gray space. And so I was interested in what was in the gray space, right? And AMC was one of those groups that bubbles up during the onboarding session. Um, Mm. And it wasn't heavily marketed. So I'm not saying that somebody solicited the crap out of me, that's not what happened. But they described it in a very um, matter of fact kind of way. And really like, hey, this is what this body does. And it really kind of was like a dot, dot, dot moment. Like make of it what you will. Um, But because I've always been a manager of humans, it was really important to me to understand like, what do we do as an organization, as a university to improve the working conditions for the folks that actually do the doing. And it's really one of those 
um, and tool is, is not really a, a, a good word for it, but it's a resource in order to help you facilitate what you need to do in a day, whether it's professionally, personally, or otherwise. And you can see it as that. You can see it as lots of other things too, right? Like sometimes it's breakfast, um, but it really is such a great opportunity to make a connection, to just kind of grease the wheels of life. My first, first real conversation um, was with a couple of folks in my, my the, I affectionately call my cell block because just in a cubicle farm, right? And, and like, it's got hard walls and hard corners and like, how do you soften it up a little bit? Um, and I asked around and folks had generally good things to say, but then said, but I haven't been to a meeting in a while, which is odd, right? Because mm -hmm. such good things to say, but I haven't been to a meeting in a while. So now I'm curious, right? Like, well, if it's good and you seem to have a plus, what's up with that? And then I started to get really curious. So then I started poking around and, and found some pretty active folks in my work unit and jumped on board. I'm curious, how, what was the time elapsed from when, when you were onboarded and heard about AMC to when you first attended? Or the, or was was within 60 days. Oh. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Things were working as they should in, in your case. Well, um, that was excellent. you know, and part of it is because I, I had a manager at the time who is a lovely workhorse of sorts, um, but not so much a manager of humans, right? Like everyone has their wheelhouse and it was just not the wheelhouse. So, you know, we're all in this boat together. We're gonna sink or swim together. So where one of us kind of struggles, you know, we've got to pick up the pieces and like, keep it moving people, keep it moving. And so just looking to see how I could find a common thread, um, you know, outside our work unit. I didn't know anything about the place, right? Like I couldn't even find my way from one place to another. I've been there. What, um, apart from maybe finding these the thread, finding the breadcrumb trail. Um, was, there, was there anything specific, especially in those first meetings that you really wanted to get from participating in, in the AMC? Um, so to be fair, to be very transparent, I probably attended, um, you know, of each of the committees, I probably attended at least two meetings of more than half of those committees. Um, okay. Because one, like, I don't know anything about mm -hmm. the university. I do not sell myself as someone who does. But what I can do is I can listen and I can, you know, push the conversation along, mm -hmm. um, kind of figure out, you know, what are we, what are we all trying to get done here? And, and um, where can I add value? Ultimately, you know, that was really kind of where I started. I really kind of wanted to know like, hey, what are we doing here? Hey. How do we make the wheels go? What do we do to help folks? That was really kind of what the goal was for me. You said you've been to a, you, you had attended a couple of meetings from different committees prior to actually joining. Yep. Which I think is pretty cool because I know for myself and I'm guessing a tremendous amount of other people only went to the actual general meetings versus actual committee meetings. But in doing so, what, what, 
How did you feel going from a member of the audience to someone speaking during an actual meeting, actually being a part of it? Um, well, you know what? Each meeting is a little different. Each group is a little different. Um, I definitely took heavy cue from, from the team leaders. Some of them are, you know, in, in a mechanism to, to um, encourage others a little more. Um, and it's not, it's not a personal um, factor in as much as it's a, um, it's a topic issue, right? Like some topics of the day, some agendas are just more favorable to group activity um, and fewer are, some are not. Um, so I really kind of let that pass. Mm. That's a tough one, right? Like, and that's why it's always at least two or so meetings before I'm like, oh, I'm out. Um, so I do try to kind of keep it that way. Um, but in general, it was really very, very engaging in, in as much as if, you know, 90% of the time went by and you look really interested, but you didn't actually say anything, somebody would come along and say, hey, what are your thoughts on this topic? Um, so, so that was kind of cool. You know, it was very, very much um, a group effort to to kind of get things to to get a collaborative movement happening. It just yeah. didn't happen, you know, in a single space. So being you know newer to NYU um, and probably hearing about some things that AMC has advocated for in the past in terms of policy changes, benefits, things of that nature. Is there anything that either you've heard about in the past or maybe something that you've seen kind of in your time at NYU? that the AMC's advocated before that has given you a sense of pride? Um, a couple of things. Um, one is community service. And, you know, not every campaign is going to be successful. Right. And the part where we still continue to try on things that we feel um, deeply about that's important. Um, obviously, everyone's super excited when they get a day off, right? So an extra day every now and then when it makes business sense, great. But it really, for me, is more about, um, you know, do you feel passionate about something? Do you feel like a, a movement makes sense to support? So, you know, we are also talking about um, how to embed deeper, stronger diversity and inclusion language in various documents, nothing specific, but just various documents. Um, and if we do that, how do we go ahead and do that? How do, we, how do we do that in a respectful, engaging, but very wide scope way so that it doesn't just fit today, but it's big enough that it can fit whatever tomorrow is gonna bring. Cause I think that's, that's really the lens, right? We can't be just making wholesale changes and hoping like, oh, it's good for today. Maybe it'll be okay tomorrow. It's, it's um, a really good point and, and awesome to hear you say it. Um, you know, I think it should be stated, I, I don't know if we have yet, but um, like Cassie, you're only, you've been at NYU two years or you're approaching your two year? Two anniversary. years, my, my birthday is coming. <laughs> there you go. And I am approaching Oh my gosh, eight, and I don't know if I could <laughs> say it, you know as succinctly and and well put as you do. So I mean, kudos to you. I think 
you've you've already kind of been talking about it, but you know, thinking about what you're proud that we've done that you've helped do the AMC the past two years, is there something that you'd want us to focus on particular moving forward? The X amount of time, you know, you'll be here at NYU that we'll all be here at NYU. I would definitely, I would love to see not just how we incorporate that language about diversity and inclusion, um, but as we struggle with other things, right? How do we take this really high level idea and how do we help people bring it to their daily work? How do we make that come to life for folks? Mm -hmm. For example, like we've got lots of movements about how to help people become better managers. Right. But we all struggle out there with crappy managers. So, you know, the idea is wonderful. The high level support is awesome. And it is beginning to trickle down slowly, right? Um, but it's never going to feel fast enough. I think it's more about even if you're not in a position of formal authority to bring that bring that movement to life, right? Like simple, small things like, you know, different now, right? Do a happy hour for your group. Have a group therapy moment in the middle of the day with your work group, not needing to talk about your stuff. At some point, you got to get it out because if you don't, it's just going to bubble up. And so that I think is, is a real specific thing that, that we can do to help facilitate. You being the awesomely candid and always a real type of person that you are for our listeners if any one of them decided that they wanted to join amc what would you tell them about attending their first amc meeting whether it's within a committee or a general meeting don't let your first be your last hmm. much like every first date doesn't always go so good the first time um but <laughs> but absolutely do come to at least three. Let three be your magic number. Because by three, you will have found something that captures something internal, something incredibly valuable to you. It'll be there. Was three the number for you? Uh, no. What was the number for you? The number for me, but I'm a different wow. kind of listener. I'm uh, I'm heavy reconnaissance. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. I mean, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. Um, I take notes. I don't just take notes about what was said. I take notes about who reacted, when did they react, how did they react, what did they do to react, um, and oftentimes that's more important than what was said. What did you react to? What moved you? So if you would describe yourself as a baked good, which one would it be and why? Stromboli. Why so? Because it looks like a sweet item, but it's not. It's actually quite savory. When it's hot, um, there's a little, there, there's like, first of all, it's it's a surprise inside. You don't know what's in there. A good stromboli looks the same, whether it's meat or cheese, right? Um, and if you're not careful, it'll burn you. 
Noted. <laughs> Speaking of baked goods, what was the last thing you've made? We've missed your goodies, man. Um, coconut custard pie. Um, that has been a good one. Okay, another fun question. Uh, you are known... Miss Louie, for um, you have some strict exercise regimens. Um, what's your favorite kind of exercise or place that you go, kind of class that you've taken? So, you know, I super duper love loved in the past my Orange Theory, but now we uh, can't. Yeah. I can't do the mask thing. It's really, it's really, really hard. I'm gonna be honest. Um, the exercising with the mask on is just beyond what I can do. So I started running in the street, um, which really bummed my knee out hard. And I ended up like on physical therapy. Um, I do strangely, I can't believe it. Running is miserable. It is miserable. What? But it feels awesome. Yeah. Get some nice so, tones in there. What do you mean? So oh. it is. it is really the no pain, no gain dialogue. I probably have never been in the kind of shape that I was in this summer when I was running. I was running six days a week mm -hmm. eight wow. to get the hell out of here for an hour. <laughs> and to know that the more you run, you will run faster than everyone else in your house. So the phrase run away really has value. So uh, for no specific reason, how many steps do you normally average in a day? Um, now that I'm back and moving, <laughs> see where he's going. Two months. Um, so I took off two months. I don't know, probably, you know, I don't know, 12 to 14 if I don't try. <laughs> it's a big setup. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say if in uh, next October, if you feel the need to get away from home and you need walking motivation, there could be a spot on the- There might be a spot open On a winning team, on a winning team. <laughs> <laughs> because originally we were thinking of retiring, but we thought it, it's best to two-peat. Uh, Why would you retire? George Costanza, go out on top. That's true, that is true. <laughs> that is a toughie. I completely, I completely feel your pain there. I would, I would consider it. Um, I would consider going out on top, but I'd do it. Wait, wait, so what was your average step per day, yours? Me in the 14 to 18s. 14 to 18? Yeah, but I wasn't really trying all that hard this year. You sure? What do you mean? Like, can you average 20? Oh, if I, if I had to. You know, Says the, the man who pressure, probably didn't even average 20. If the peer pressure was such, but like, I, you know, I love my people, you know, don't get me wrong. I super duper love people, but they're like, you know, 8,000, not gonna lie. Mm. Well, if you need motivation, the, the need, the desire to get a second global world title is <laughs> at least for us a major motivator. So mental note, we gotta recruit Miss Louie to uh, the Pave and Pounders. Get her a win. Because yeah. I think you've, you've, done it, you've done it, <laughs> you've done it every year since you've been here, two years, and I don't think you've gotten a win. <laughs> On a completely different note, uh, actually, kind of going back to to thinking ahead as we 
take stock in our 50th year. Um, but how do you see the AMC playing into your professional goals while you're here at NYU um, or, or personal goals even? It's really difficult, right, to figure out like how do you have a great idea and then test your great idea and then bring it to the masses. Um, and so I look to the work that we do at NYU to help me have experiences to bring that to life. So, you know, maybe that means we had one event in an AMC committee. We bring those same methodologies to the larger group that we get to use year after year. Mm -hmm. It's so great that it's taken on by a school or a unit at a smaller scale and, and really kind of experiment scalability, um, layering in things like actually sharing information, right? Imagine um, that concept. Right? In a way that people, they don't have to understand every single thing that you've talked about. That's not the goal. The goal is for every person in that room to have at least one moment where they say, that idea right there resonates with me. This moment right here is going to move me to take an action to go back to my work unit and apply something that I just heard about. Doesn't need to be everything, but needs to be one thing. Walk out of here with one thing that you say to yourself, my perspective has changed. And that resonates to adult learners, to <laughs> learners, Child learners aren't going to take in everything. You talk to them for 20 minutes, you're lucky you get 10 seconds. But that's it, right? You don't need 30 minutes. You need 10 seconds. So finding the 10 seconds once a day. That's all it takes. Question for you. AMC's archives. Our listeners one day sneak in and they grab an archive and it's yours. What does that note say about you? I think it says will try anything. And I think it says everything's possible. Every idea is a great idea. If you've ever been on a project team with me, I will say that all the time. Every idea is a great idea for the right time, the right place and the right audience. Don't get rid of it. It's just not the right time and space for it. Right? So like it's that same concept of things that really are important to us, like community service. There is going to be a right day, a right time, a right place, a right audience, right? When that's gonna come and bubble up to life. But don't let it go just because it's not the right one of those three things. So you came to NYU, you pretty quickly got involved with the AMC, started popping up at different committee meetings, getting really involved in a number of initiatives, particularly with emerging professionals. Um, and then, you know, very quickly pivoted to running for Senate and, you know, securing a, a Senate seat. So, you know, you represent administrators in that capacity now. For a lot of people, um, that type of elected commitment is a barrier to entry, just, you know, time considerations or, you know, maybe getting in their head a little bit that they can't do it. Um, but you kind of went headfirst into it on top of being a new employee and also trying to figure out not only your role in your department, but also the organization as a whole. So like what for you kind of was the either the signal or the thought in your head that said, 
I'm new, I'm going to get really involved, but you know, you could have coasted on committee work for a couple of years and we would have thought you were a superstar. Shit, really? That was an option? So the easy answer is because if things really matter to you, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go. And even if you are just in a conversation about being, you know, being invited to the table, that's the place to start. You will never, never know if you don't actually ever start, right? And I think that there needs to be a different persona participating, not even representing. I'm not talking about being a representative. I'm just talking about being knowledgeable, wanting to know, and then wanting to tell other people, right? Because it's gonna move you forward. And I think that that's really my big, big movement is that even if the election would have been like, oh, you were a name on the ballot, it's a conversation starter that gets folks in my work unit saying, you know about this because I think I saw your name somewhere and that's good, right? Because then at least you can ask me. And if I don't know, I'll find it for you. But if you don't ever see my name, you'll never feel like you have the door open to ask. Thanks for joining us to hear more about Cassandra's story. We hope this might inspire you to consider running for an AMC elected position in the future. To get involved with the AMC, visit nyu.edu forward slash AMC. Stop by OpenAMC, powered by Ideascale at openamc.ideascale.com or email amc.info at nyu.edu. Remember, always engage, always be encouraged, and you will always excel. Have a great day. You warmed my heart with a three E's reference. (laughs) Nicely done. Back up. Because, like, Seamus had something all cool to say, and I didn't know what the hell was that. So I just threw something along with the E's. This ass route, that's good. (laughs) Unfortunately for me, there's no check in the mail. <laughs>